a comic that is so hot, I can't even see what's on the damn cover. Oh, another week, another list. Gem Mint from Gem Mint Collectibles. I don't even have to use my soundboard. Hit the subscribe, slap the like button. And Gem, why don't you start them off at number 10? I'd be happy to, Tom. Number 10 on the list is none other than Deathstroke Inc. Issue 10, the 1 out of 25 ratio. $45 average sales. Cover art done by Philia Brutaken. There is so much detail on this cover that it shot right up this week. And you got to follow this artist on Instagram. Not nearly enough followers. And this is the self-described lazy-ass Jedi artist. It says it right there on the Instagram page, Gem. Yeah, and the cover is dope, too. It's this huge Deathstroke arsenal, but it's looking like something out of Where's Waldo. We got Joshua Williamson on this title, writing this run, and this issue marks the start of a saga that depicts Deathstroke's year one. I like where this is going. We've had Frank Miller's Batman year one, so this is going to be the origin of Deathstroke, his first year operating as this merc. If you enjoy what we do, hit the like, slap the subscribe, but also comment down below. It'll enter you to win this Omni-Man Invincible number one sitting behind me. Next at the list at number nine, we have Paper Girls number one debuting in 2015, hitting $25 average sales, a high sale for a CGC 9.8 hitting $115, which is very curious. I thought this book would spike up a lot more considering the first trailer dropped this week back in 2020 when this movie rather series was discussed being put into production it hit heights of 270 dollars for a cgc 9.8 now this was a big book in the collected edition community as well the deluxe edition from image was so beautiful and yeah imagine if you ran into a younger version of yourself the trailer's out the show premieres on july 29th and we have a 109 percent increase in copies sold with this book having reached near $300 heights in the past, I want to hear what the community thinks in the comment section below about this low buy-in. Keep in mind, let's give credit to where credit's due. If you had your key alerts on in 2019, you would have known, courtesy of Key Collector Comics, that Brian K. Vaughn had hinted that this title would not only be optioned, but was looking promising. Utilize Kotom 101 on the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. You support what we do and get access to the trending 20 that that's right. There are more than 10 books trending this week. Download the app available for Androids and iOS to find out the others, specifically the ones that didn't make our list today. Next at the list at number eight, we have one of my favorite superhero shows of all time to talk about. The Boys number three debuting in 2006. I don't think it's any surprise that we're seeing any boys issues on this list. The show is absolutely killing it. It's got $55 average sales with $290 highs for a CGC 9.8, a 163% increase in copies sold. We have a first partial team appearance of the seven, but so many characters that are extremely important in boys lore. And if you're a fan of the show, key moments that you're going to want to have in the back issue bin. Homelander's first appearance, Black Noir, Queen Maeve, A-Train, and Starlight. This comic has been of interest for over two years straight, and it's still affordable. We know Amazon renewed the boys for season four, plus a spinoff series based in a college setting. Keep a lookout for Boys Issue 24 debuting in 2008. This is the first team appearance of G-Wiz, which is kind of like the X-Men or New Mutants of the Boys mythos. We have Airburst, Buzzcut, Dimebag, Discharge, Dude with No Name, Jetlag, and Pinwheel, and a cover that is inspired 
by the movie Animal House. Keep a lookout for the black and white variant of said issue. They didn't make a lot of B covers. I think that one is the one to spec on. Moving on to number seven on the list, it's no surprise to see Hercules number one here. Now, it's the first solo series for Hercules, but as of this recording, I have not seen Thor Love and Thunder. I haven't either, Jem, which is perfect because we're going to record the historical record prior to the Thor Love and Thunder mass release. This book came out in 1982. It's seeing $10 average sales, a 9.8 in July hitting $450. An increase of 158% shows that members are expecting to see multiple gods in Thor Love and Thunder because, as we've been saying for now over two years straight, Gore's got to kill someone. Yeah, that's right. And if you guys have caught our hot 10, you'll know that we just got done talking about Journey into Mystery Annual 1, which is not only the first appearance of Hercules, but of Zeus and a classic battle between Thor and Hercules. Classic cover and first battle indeed. We have a new 9.8 record set last week for a 9.0. $3,840 is what a 9.0 went for last year in October. Last week, it was an increase of 19%, selling for 4560 hot damn comic fam at the list at number six strange tales 138 we're talking about a book from 1965 what's going on jim well it's the first appearance of eternity which is the twin brother of infinity and it might have something to do with thor love and thunder we did get a teaser in the recent promo that's right jane foster lifting Mjolnir into the air but lighting illuminating a cavernous room with statues and who do we have here it's not just eternity gem that's right they also show the living tribunal the watcher shout out uatu and what is this lady death eon this is getting crazy they're going full cosmic they're going full starlin that's funny we just got off the phone with starlin this book's hitting 415 dollar averages with a cgc 9.2 hitting a 990 dollar high and to put it into perspective, it sold for $650 that same day. That's right. Two different sales, same grade, and a difference of price of near $300. Hot damn. An increase of 400% week over week. Clearly, members of the community are specking on cosmic characters. Next at the list at number five, we have Rivers of London, issue number one, debuting in 2015, seeing $3 average sales. This is a comic book that's pretty old. It's like seven plus years, and it's an adaption of a very popular novel series, seeing 833% increase in copies sold in just one week. Jam, you know it be news, breaking. That's a cheap buy-in for a series that just got optioned by Seesaw Films. This is a comic book based off of a series of novels. I'm not too familiar with each, but I hear the fandom is strong. We have a police officer who's also a wizard in training. This is Hogwarts meets Law and & Order, and we have two different fandoms being served because it crosses mediums, both rejoicing for the fact that this is headed to the big screen. Next at the list at number four, Ghost Rider number one debuting in 1973. This book will not stay off not only the Hot 10 gem, but the trending 10. Yeah, that's right. This book ends up on our list quite often. There's always rumors of Ghost Rider showing up in one thing or the other, and it's also the 50th year anniversary of the character. We're seeing $1,900 average sales with highs for $2,331 for a CGC 9.4, a 267% increase in copies sold. First solo Ghost Rider, first Damien Hellstrom in cameo. He's there, although brief, and we have 
Vengeance Forever issue number one slated celebrating 50 years of Ghost Rider taking us into the past that we have never seen. More origin stories being told and we even got to see a variant cover by Pepe Loraz which looks stunning. Take a look at this Ghost Rider on motorcycle in flames. Yeah, whether it's the 50 years or the fact that the Stranger Things producers have been in talks with Kevin Feige, a CGC 9.8 on January 2nd sold for $14,400. Just 12 days later, January 14th, the same grade, it sells for $26,400. Clearly, members are specking in the occult, the supernatural, the skeletons at the list at number three. We have Thor 319 debuting in 1982, seeing an affordable $7 average sales, a 9.4 selling for $60. And then the day before, selling for $50 for the same book and the same grade. It's all about Loki season two. We're seeing footage, Jam, and I can't wait for this show to drop on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I saw the set footage. Happy to see they're in production. I think Loki was my favorite Disney Plus show. There's only 25 copies graded on the census, an increase of 1,340% in copies sold. So this is the first appearance of Zaniac. What's funny is the Loki season two set footage that we've seen had a Zaniac movie poster in the background. It's almost like an Easter egg that's a meta thing like Kingo and the Eternals where there's like movie posters of him throughout time. So this character is in the MCU, kind of. Considering this is a villain that showed up in Thor and had to be battled by Thor, it's kind of weird. It's an actor who gets possessed during his role. Maybe we're going to see Loki go up against this villain. I mean, Loki is part of the Thor mythos. It makes sense, but it may just be a come-and-go character. Regardless, this book was not on anyone's spec radar. If you enjoy what we do, join the July Mystery Mail Call. One per box, we've teamed up with legendary Marvel artist Gary Frank. Daredevil number one with a classic Electra on the cover. ComicTom101.com to join the community. And next at the list at number two, Jemya must be feeling good as we inch closer and closer to the first anti-hero in Marvel lore. He's going to hit the screen, and he's going to fly there with the wings on his ankles. That's right. Not only did we get confirmation that Namor will appear in Black Panther Wakanda forever, but we also got the villain, Atuma. Really dug the Atuma costume design, and Fantastic 433, his first appearance, is number two on the list. $615 average sales, a 7.5 hitting 665 The Atlantean Barbarian, the Aztec Barbarian getting a unique design but causing an increase of copies sold after images surfaced on the internet of 1100% this week. I gotta know what the community thinks about this little bit of a character change but the introduction in Black Panther has pushed this book up and I still think it's affordable. What do you think? I'm not really gonna speak on it because I have a few copies up on eBay. Oh, Gemman putting his money where his mouth is. I love it and we have to give credit where credit's due. Back in 2021, Key Collector Comics exclusively broke this information and was validated in full this past week. Hot damn. At the list at number one, the number one trending book in the cosmos is all CGC's fault. Number one on the list, Strange Academy, issue number one, Scotty Young, Humberto Ramos, $100 average sales with a $330 high for the CGC 9.8. I think collectors all agree that this book seems like a safe bet. $100 average sales for a comic book that's rather recent, 2020, 
tells you that members believe strongly in not just the run, but where the run could go. This is the most similar thing to Harry Potter in the Marvel comic book universe, which means that it would be prime for a Disney Plus adaptation. And this is the one to own. The first appearance of most of the characters, children from Marvel Magic users, whether they be heroes or villains. This series is just screaming for life beyond comics. This is a wanted comic book. There's a lot of copies that exist. So seeing a 350% increase in copies sold is an extravagant amount of movement. And it's all because CGC announced a Scotty Young signing. He's heading down to Sarasota, Florida to sign some comics for the comic fam. Perfect timing as they just released issue 18, concluding the first volume of Strange Academy and hoping to see a volume two with a new number one soon. Although it's ending, there will be a return, another semester in Strange Academy. Unfortunately, what Doyle Dormammu sees in this future is nothing but traumatic. You got to read issue 18. And as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Comic fam, you gotta go join me over on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. It's called Whatnot. You've heard me talk about it before, but if you haven't clicked the link and followed me there and attended one of my live shows, you may not know that we're doing crazy giveaways over there. Every stream, we're giving away hundreds and hundreds of dollars in comic books. At conventions, we're giving away thousands of dollars in comic books. We teamed up with Kirby's Comics and whatnot to give away a $2,500 piece of art at Denver Fan Expo. With David Mack present, we have major A-listers, celebrities joining us on the mic over on the app, and we're hooking up the comic fam every single week. Link in the description to support the show. Join us on Whatnot. And take a look at these two other videos. We made them for you. Shout out Jim Mint for helping out with this video. We out. <laughs>